Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with your hosts, Zahar and Lucas. Uh, this week, I don't know what we're going to be talking about. Or we're going to talk about some movie stuff, but sports-wise, Lucas has this week. Uh, he's leading this week. I don't know what he has up, uh, what he has up his sleeve. So, Lucas, take it away. All right. So, I kind of have two things, uh, sports-wise. One of them is something that actually is something that actually happened, not in the NHL, but in in the NFL. And then the second thing is going to be something fun that that I think we're both going to like. So, uh, so first thing with the NFL, obviously the draft happened, and if you if you watched it, uh, to see what a virtual draft would look like, I thought that they did so well with the virtual draft. It uh, there was no like you know real lags or real you know <clears throat> there was no big technical issues. big technical difficulties i guess is what i'm trying is what i was, is what yeah. I was saying uh and it was fun it, it's, it's funny seeing like you know they have like the gms and stuff and they're just like in their houses in their underwear <laughs> just not just not caring yeah uh so okay so i have a question bill mm-hmm. belichick put his dog on on the <laughs> as the person selecting because, okay, so for those that don't know, in the NFL, like, coaches and, like, other, like anybody can do the draft. It's not, like, where the general manager comes up, right? Well, um, in the NHL, like, the entire management group, the entire management group, like, decides on who they're going to pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go up in the GM, and the GM says it. In the NFL, I guess for this specific draft, it was, it was like, they all discuss... But if you're a GM, if you're a coach, and if you're, I think, an owner, you have the authority to actually send in the pick. Yeah. But they all discuss it. It's not like one person's just like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like I pick, I pick him because, and no one else discusses it. Like that's that's what it is. Uh, hey, and if you're the pack, if you're the Packers, like it wouldn't surprise me if that's actually what happened. But um, uh, yeah, so that's how, that's how it works. And so Bill Belichick had his dog at his computer. I don't know if, if he actually selected the picks or if or if he was just there after the pick was selected. But that was hilarious. And there was another there was another coach, the coach of the coach of the Titans, Mike Vrabel. His his family, like one of them was dressed in like a Frozone costume from the Incredibles. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was really funny. <laughs> and like some other then, wacky shit. Oh, it was funny. Or the I think it was the New York Jets. You know the black guy with the massive uh, dong that I was going around the internet a couple of weeks ago? Okay, if you don't know, then people, I think, who know will know. Yeah, when it was the New York Jets, he was one of the people, fans. You know how they did the virtual fans? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of the people that was there and it was really funny if you got if you get what if you know what i'm talking about you'll know what i'm talking about it'll be funny but if you don't then never mind <laughs> wait there was someone's dong going around the internet no he yeah yes <laughs> this is something else it's too long and it has nothing okay. to do with the podcast that we'll talk about no we're not gonna <laughs> i don't want to discuss this <laughs> Okay, um, basket sports, Gronkowski, did we talk about Gronkowski? About he that. got moved to Tampa? Yeah, we already talked Keep about the that. conversation going. Uh, Gronkowski got moved to Tampa. He, I don't, I don't understand why he came back. 
he's old and should have just kept retired. He was living a good life, retired. And, we, already, yeah, yeah. we discussed that last week. We discussed that last week. So I just want to say, oh, okay. uh, yeah. I just want to say, uh, as a Packers fan, I don't know what the fuck they just did. I am extremely upset and frustrated at the management group of what they chose. But what do I know? I'm just a stupid fan. But it was exactly. so so terrible. It was so I was I contra, I was just not a fan of what they did. But so for the hockey thing I'm gonna do, I, I think this is gonna be fun. I I want us to rank our I guess we'll do five top five leaf moments of this Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander team over the last, you know, what, since 2016-17. So our five Why didn't you tell me this? Why didn't you tell me this earlier so I could actually prepare? Off the top of your head, it's fine. Who cares? I'll, like, I don't even... Oh, my God. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. So, I'll, so you... you, So you take some time. Okay, so I think my five... I think my, my five would be... Uh, I think I think it's going to be Marner's blocks against the Bruins in Game Three last year. Okay. okay. So it was a yeah. it was a great it was a great just desperation play. Um, you know he's David, David Pasternak there for one timer with like two seconds left and Marner Marner blocks the first one and then blocks the second one and then he's in pain and they win the game and and they go up two one in the series. That was a big that was a big big block especially. Especially in that that point of the series, like they went up, they went up two one, and obviously okay. you all know what so happened. The but... issue, the issue I have with that, like just block, was there was no way it was going in. It but like still... physically didn't have enough time to get into the net. But it's another thing of like you don't know what would have happened if it went through. Yes, but then on the other hand, if Mitch Varner got injured that series, we uh-huh. would have been boned completely. Eh. But I, but I like I like players who put it all on the line for for, for their team, no matter what, um, no matter no matter what. And even if even if it wouldn't have gone in, just to, just to know that that he that he did that, I thought that was that was that was great. So my number four, he's getting, he's getting paid twelve million dollars, so he has to not, put something on the line. Not twelve. Get your shit in order. Not a little bit less, but it's, it's a little bit less. Yeah. Uh, so good. my four. My four, I'm going to go with uh, Sperry Capitan's overtime goal. And game two, double overtime against the Washington Capitals. This, yeah. this is the series that everyone remembers the most. Despite... Because <laughs> it wasn't... Even though they lost. It doesn't make fans go suicidal. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that, I was, that was going around Twitter recently. And I'm like, that was a good goal. That and, was a Brian one of the Boyle. greatest calls. Brian out of Boyle. nowhere. Brian Boyle was on the Leafs. And they, I, if I'm going to be completely honest, they should have re-signed him to whatever, whatever they wanted, what he wanted. Because that was actually someone Babcock trusted. And they signed, they signed like, and the thing is, it was the whole Babcock thing of, oh, if I don't, if I don't like you on the first day, I'm never, I'm never going to play you. He liked yeah. he liked Brian Boyle, and if they if they re-signed him, he would have been like Mike Babcock would have been fine putting him in anywhere. But so that that was the game where the Leafs turned the Leafs turned that into a series because yeah. the the game before they lost in overtime, and that 
that game, that game, man, it, it went to double overtime. Might, might have been the first, I think it was the first double overtime game I saw. I stayed, like, I stayed up all night and watched it. And it was, it was a crazy, it's a crazy game because, like, they went, they went up, they went up one nothing at the beginning and then went down, I think, then they went down 2-1. Kaplan scored, actually, the second goal. And they went, and then, uh, and then, um, you know, it went, back, it went back. It was a very back and forth type game. And Kaplan had only been on the Leafs for, like, three weeks. When he was on, when he scored that goal, he'd only yeah. been on the Leafs for like three weeks when he when he scored that uh, when he scored that, and it was it, it was a it was a great it was a great goal to see like all right they, all right they're in this you know yeah but then yeah but like I was like rewatching that like one goal and everyone looks so young in it. They all yeah. look like they're like, they look like they're having year the best time in their life. Yeah. They, yes. They look like they're having the best time of their lives. Yeah. And I haven't seen that That's in them it. for a while. I haven't seen them really have fun in a while. Yeah, but like this year has been complete shit. So, yeah. okay. Uh, let's not dwell on this year. Continue your next moment. So, three. Three. I think. With three, I'm gonna go with. Hmm, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one, but three. I think three. I'm gonna go with uh, Matthews' game six goal against the against the Capitals, where Morgan Riley. Oh yeah, because he scores. He dumps, that, he dumps was, it in, in, takes a fucking weird ass bounce off the boards and right on a Matthew stick in the slot, and he elevates it at like a 75 degree angle yeah. to the top shelf. And and it was one of the most. I remember watching that in my basement, just being like, <laughs> I mean, like that doesn't happen to the that that doesn't happen for yeah. the Leafs. That happens to them. Where like you know, paying off the glass and it goes right onto Matthew's stick and he scores. And they and uh, that was the game that they ended up and they they actually yeah. ended up losing sadly. I, um, I was. I that was bring... one of the greatest goals I've ever seen. One of the most insane goals I've ever seen. I was gonna bring up that like just now because i was watching the games game game three or yeah game no game six series six games here so a game four you know where captain scores the double overtime like um oh that was two whatever um i was watching that and then so like it came up on my twitter that like the game six where matthew scores the opening goal that thing, and then I was like looking at it, and it was a really good goal. It was, <laughs> it's, it's, it was crazy, and man, they. I, I'm not, I'm not dwelling on that, but just, just think of the names that they had on that team, especially the, the, the next year. God, that offense was stacked. Even without John Tavares, that offense was completely stacked with talent. Yeah, the team, the Leafs' issue was never offense; it was defense. Yeah, and it's still an issue today. So, however, I felt like no. Okay, even though defense was their issue, they they could have played a certain style a style of play where where it was where where it was yes, defense is important, but if you have to, just outscore your problems, score your way yeah. out, of, out of your problems. And but then they, again, they, they it came and bit them in the ass because yeah. Abcock tried to teach them how to play defense. When they when try to and, try to teach a team defense that was shouldn't have been focused on defense. Yeah, and um, they were all young, and they were just having the time of their lives. And Babcock's like, nope, 
I'm going to teach you guys defense instead of like letting them do what they do. And then let's eventually put, like Mitch Marner on the fourth line and have him block shots with, with freaking. Exactly. With... That's like, they should have just, um, they Matt Martin uh, and someone else. I can't remember who. Yeah. <laughs> remember who he... All right. So two, 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 I'm going to go with Bozak's goal. Uh, which one? So Bozak overtime winner in game three. Against the Capitals? Against the Capitals. Are all your moments just from the Capitals? I guess. Are, are it's, you, it's, the only series, you, it's the only series I actually have a good mem- good memories of. Do you, oh, is this all, like, can I do regular season? I'm good. I, my, my number one is regular season. Oh, okay. Because um, everything you are just talking about is the playoffs. So, continue. Okay. Go. So, so, the Bozak goal, because it was their first, it was the first lead they got in, in a series since the since 2004 it was that it was the first lead they had in a series yeah um and man i watched that goal watching that goal it's just they set it up perfectly to where he's just he's just in this perfect spot in the middle of the ice no one has him no one sees him and he just tips it perfectly and to think of it it was it the 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 play was riley to carry to bozak the three guys who were on those shit Carlisle teams those shitty shitty very shitty teams that survived the darkest days of the franchise and they came up and they scored this big goal in a playoff game and they could have never imagined themselves ever ever doing something like that in the in the time that they that they were on that that team that couldn't do anything yeah and that that's what makes it so special to me as a fan who watched them for so long and that's what made that season so so special is you loved these kids coming up, but you fell back in love with those players that you saw and had so much potential that you knew had so much potential. Uh, and number one, obviously, four goals. Yeah, opening. Got it. Got to go with four goals. It's I, I never actually I so going into that season, I so I watched the first game and I watched him score the first goal and I was like, all right, I'm done, I'm good. I saw him score his first goal. We don't have to watch the rest of the game because you know this team's not that great. And then I come back at second intermission and people say, and, and it's like, they said something about him having four goals. I literally look it up on Google and I'm just like, and I like, this guy scored four fucking goals in one game. Yeah. This yeah. guy who no one, who people thought, people thought he was going to be good. No one thought he was going to be this good. And he's been that good. He's been better than that since, yeah, yeah. since he started. And another thing is, is Austin Matthews? Austin Matthews can play on a different level. And if I'm gonna be honest, though this season this this season's been a shit show, he has been the best player on the ice on that team entire season. He almost hit 50 goals, and he he so, would have hit uh, 50 goals. So he would have yeah, 100. We're gonna 50. talk about um like like when hockey might return after this because I was watching Tim and Sid and uh, Chris uh, Chris Johnson was on there and they were talking about it, but. Uh, that's your fi- that's your final moment. So my for me for some reason the only moment that comes to head I'm gonna have this for next week because I have to look back because right. I don't really like have everything off the top of my head. But for some reason the Connor Brown uh, against the that's Pittsburgh a great goal, one. That's a great that's one. That's the only that one that really up. sticks to my head because uh, the ginger leprechaun does it. Is that yeah. what he? What he uh, yeah. No, it was um, the little the little leprechaun found a pot of gold. I think is what is what the yeah, is yeah. what the call was. 
Um, and that just kind of just sticks to me as like one of the best moments that the Leafs had that like the first year where they made the playoffs with all these like rookies that with all they had I think they had I think seven of their of their top guys were the first year in the NHL. Yeah. Like something, so, something it was two lines. And it was and uh, it's, it's it was a crazy year and it was so, such a memorable year for the, just for the fact of of holy shit they made it they made the playoffs. And that you're you're right and especially I don't know people people forget like people forget this and I remember it just cuz I can't think of cuz I remember stupid shit that has to do with hockey. Cuz I should be remembering, you know, certain school. certain school things like <laughs> that we have to do, but I remember well, realistically speaking, our program is like so like it's not like memorization. It's really like low it's on memorization. Right. It's not. It's, it's more not just memorization. Like, it's a, it's a lot um, of just write, um, write an essay write an essay to the best of your ability. <laughs> That's yeah, how I basically. see it. So in that game, the Leafs are the, the Leafs are tied two two and Jake Gensel has a wide open net and misses and misses the net. Somehow misses it. And we were all talking shit about him. How who does he think he is? He throws on a puck from the sideboards, goes off a of fucking Jake Gardner's left skate and through Curtis McElhinney's five hole. Because Frederick Anderson, of course, had to get a concussion from Tom Sestito. And that's what happened. Okay, um, we're back. <laughs> My internet cracked out on me. I'm sorry for the viewers. Actually, you guys don't have any issues. With you guys don't have any viewers. There's, there's no, there's no viewing. There's no viewing. So it's just it's audio. So yeah, what you know to is to the listeners, have... <laughs> to the listeners, they're just gonna hear like a, a like it's gonna be cut, and then we're gonna be back talking to. We're gonna be back here. Gonna be yeah, it's gonna be back here. It's gonna be great. I'm just going to have to spend, like, half an hour editing, but that's fine. That's fine. I'll figure that out. That sounds like a you problem, and that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Basically. So, um, I was going to – we were talking about the best Leafs moments. I said Connor Brown's uh, goal against Pittsburgh to put them into the playoffs, and I was just about to start talking about um, Austin Matthews – or the Leafs, Carol- Leafs Carolina game where they made that giant comeback. Yeah, where they blew the lead, and I think that was a great game. The like the spinorama pass behind his back, that beauty. Thank God they won that game because if they lost, that would have been a waste of a amazing moment. Yeah. Um, I think that was really like I'll come up with some better ideas next week, but um, for mm-hmm. now that's about it. Um, a hockey talk. We have mm-hmm. no. Oh, actually. One more thing. Um, there is, there is some, there is some stuff. So Chris, Chris Brown, <laughs> um, Chris Johnson was on Tim and Sid radio, and he said that they're expecting pe- like games to start playing in June. Okay, so May, uh, so end of mi- mid May they start think of opening camps, June to start playing like uh, regular season games, and then. Uh, June, July, and then July to start playing playoffs. That's no, there's like, going to be playoff hockey during my birthday. There's going to be playoff yeah. hockey on my birthday, and I can't like, friggin' wait. Let me just finish. It's all very, like, still in the air because they don't know when they'll be able to actually open to 
like open the facilities for the players that's just just to play. So mm-hmm. that's that's one thing. Um, he really, he talked about all there's some other stuff, but it's everything's kind of like you can't really say anything because it's all up in the air still. Mm-hmm. And we'll go from there. Um, and then one more thing. Oh, one second. Um, no, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to see to see anything. Just give me something. Oh, just give me something. Yeah, That's what I'm excited about. And then he said that um, there might like the next season might start in January. What is your opinion yeah. on that? You're okay Makes with that? Sense. I'm okay with that because they they've done it before. They did it oh, in yeah. 2013. They did it in 2013. Yeah, yeah. Like we've discussed that. Yeah, okay. I'm okay even if like I saw something. I saw something. I saw something from Pierre LeBrun, I think, that said December, but even even January, like January or December, like I, so, it, it wouldn't wouldn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Scott, I don't know how. Did you see this? So John Scott, uh, he's a former hockey player. Just no, got word. John Scott is a former legend. Let's be honest. John yeah. Scott is a legend. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, he, he's a hockey player. He's a hockey legend. Sure, let's keep it on that. Uh, just got word in the NHL camps will... Uh, or that, NH, uh, that the NHL camps will begin June, again June 1st. European players are coming back soon. Hashtag breaking. They got 8,000 likes, almost 2,000 retweets, and 300 comments. I... I want to think it's credible, but it's another thing. It's something to come from a hockey player. It's another thing to come from someone who has a track record of breaking actual things that happened. So I get John Scott is 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 still friends with these guys. He played with them. But it's another thing from something like that to come from someone who has actually broken stuff in the past. Um, I was just looking over my likes. And Andy Slater, he's a news reporter in Florida. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he has the same thing. Uh, NHL looking at restarting season in July. And John Scott was June. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought it was both June. No. I. You know what? I think everything is, everything to me is just up in the air until this this until we we calm down like i'm I'm trying not to get my hopes up but too many people are (laughs) so it's kind of screwing with me yeah um everything's up in the air hopefully it gets better soon Mm. apparently the curve is evening out and for every one person that's infected they're only spreading it to about 1.5 people so that's good which which is a lot this is a lot better from like 10 that we had like last month no, I was I was just gonna say that before that it was uh, every person would spread it to two to three people, so like their average was two and a half. So uh, once it becomes below one, that's when we can start sit, like start easing like regulations of the virus. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it gets better. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll keep you guys informed. Uh, whoever's listening. Mm-hmm. Um. Stay inside, not uh, stupid. Yeah, exactly. So let's start with what did you watch this week? So 
Yeah. I don't know if you checked this out, but it, it kind of works into our podcast. My dad and I watched uh, the next two episodes of The Last Dance, the story of the Chicago Bills. Yes. Okay. The... Sure. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Um, I was gonna watch it, but like I just didn't have time to just sit down and watch it. I've been watching other stuff. Mm-hmm. So. So. Uh, I we we caught up. Like we're we're caught up. We've watched we've watched as much as everyone else has. Um. So. It's it's a really interesting documentary, and really interesting to see what happened what what happened to this team, and they do they do little bits on each. So how how the episodes kind of kind of boil down to is, <clears throat> so so the first episode was just all Michael Jordan because because he's Michael Jordan. Second episode, and I guess the format they're gonna follow is. The first half of an episode will be, or sort of a portion of the episode will be focused on another player. So the second episode, a portion of it was on Scottie Pippen, who was Jordan's right-hand man and just get and his number two. And then after that portion is done, they just talk about the team and they talk about Michael Jordan. Third yeah. episode, the third episode, the portion was on Dennis Rodman and how he's a fucking crazy lunatic, but he's a, but he's a great basketball player. And then the and then the fourth episode, a little portion of it was on Phil Jackson, who was the coach. And then the rest of it is on is just on the team and Michael. It's a really interesting documentary to see how this team and this this um, this franchise, this dynasty, how they all knew this season was their last was the, really their last time to play together, and how they all just kind of had to accept it and play and play as if and play as if it didn't matter. So, and there's and there's so many things where like the G like the the quotes from the GM and the quotes from the players, like, no one would say that nowadays. So, oh yeah, the GM at the beginning of the season says, yeah, Phil Jackson's coming back, but there's no, but like, there's no way, there's no way in hell that he'll actually be here next year, even if he wins, a, if he wins the championship. And I was like, what? People said that? Like that, that to me was crazy. How like. First day, the first day of the season, they're like, "Oh yeah, he'll be here, but he'll he he won't be here next year." So was okay. So was I'm not 100 percent sure of like the timeline. Was this like did they win a championship this the season that they're recording or yeah. like that? So this... they, yeah, they did. So so they how finished it went was... with the cherry on top. Like their final yeah. season, they won. Oh okay. So how it went was from 91 to 93, they won three in a row. Then, then Michael Jordan went off and played baseball for a couple of years. He went to the, he tried to he tried to play in the MLB and it didn't work. Then he came back, and then they won three in a row. And then and then they all they all went went their separate ways. So they so had they won three. Six. They had three three peats. Sorry, two three peats. And and this Dang. was the last. This was the last of the three peat, and everyone knew it was going to be their last time. Which was is it why Michael? It the, last, the last dance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't Michael Jordan on the Charlotte Hornets? He was on the Wizards. Oh. Wizards. But now he now he owns the Hornets. Oh, okay, true. Because I know he came back for like one season, and everyone like one season for the like that team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because he, came, he owned them. He played. He played for the Wizards. Then he. Yeah. Uh, then he might have played for the. Then he might have played for the. No, he didn't. He didn't even play for the Hornets. He he didn't play for the Hornets. All he ever played for was the Bulls and the Wizards. Oh, Wizards. Okay, then my bad. I I was talking about mm-hmm. maybe 
So this is this but, is what happened. So so Michael Michael after they won their championship, after the after they won their championship, he said. Uh, so during the that last season, he said he he said like I won't play for anyone other than Phil Jackson, and if he's not here, I'm not going to be here. So he left he left basketball for three years. Then in 2001, greatest year because I was born, uh, is when the is when he played for the Wizards. Oh, okay. So he took a break and then came back because I swear that he owned the Wizards, and then no. went, or he owned a majority of the Wizards or something like he, that. He might actually he might have at the time. I don't know. But I know he owns okay. the, the Hornets now, which is strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, I highly recommend so, you watch it. I think you'd like highly it. Highly Yeah, okay. Because, like, I'm not really a basketball guy. And so we'll see how that goes. I'll I'll check it out for sure, and then we'll go from there. But one yeah, thing I'm that not came... even, I'm not even a big basketball guy. And I, I, and I, find, I find so much – I find it so interesting. I wish, I wish they could make, like, more documentary-type stuff on, like, the Leafs. But the Leafs have been so trashed so long that like they can't even do yeah. that. But um, th- see, this thing was this thing was weird because like they have like this documentary like they have they have footage from the 1998 season, so they would have had to start this a while ago. And then Netflix like or like ESPN or whatever whatever it is, they like interview the players now. No, it's because yeah, that's what they did because they uh, Michael Jordan allowed them to film his final season. And then have yeah. an interview. So they want to do the same thing for um, for Kobe Bryant. They filmed his final season. Like ESPN filmed it. Like their, the entire season. Uh, they have cameras rolling. And they wanted to make a documentary similar to this. But like in 10 years or 5 years. But he passed. So everything's kind of up in limbo right now. I don't know if you saw the like the reports. I didn't, like, I didn't were, see that. So, like, it was on, like, the TSN or whatever, like, Instagram page. They were, like, mm-hmm. no one really knew, but they were filming his final seasons to make a documentary that would have him talk about his thing, uh, his, like, his final year. But I guess that's, like, that's all up in the air right now because he passed and they don't really I, have I'd to, like, like to see something like that. I'd like to see something like that, but if, if, it, if it doesn't happen, I, I fully understand. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I watched. That's what I watched yesterday. I've been cruising through the office, uh, and I'm almost done the sixth season. Uh, Pam just had her baby. If that's if that's um, what it, if that's yeah, what, yeah. what you need to know. Uh, so I've been cruising through that. Uh, I've been just watching my shows. Uh, Blue Bloods, Better Call Saul. Um, what else? I <laughs> I I've been. I've been trying to trying to keep myself occupied. I'm I'm taking a I'm kind of taking a break from watching movies because, dude, on Friday, on Friday I was seeing double of everything. My eyes my eyes were just so screwed up because I've been looking at screens for so long that I had to take a break from everything. I had to just lie down, not look at anything, close my eyes. My yeah. like, I, I was having terrible sight problems on Friday, and so no, that's. Everyone after this is going to have terrible eyes because that's all they've been doing. You've just been sitting at home and watching. I've tried to, like, go outside and, like, um, start, like, going for walks and stuff. Um, um, yeah. So, I've been... Okay, so, a new season of Afterlife came out on Netflix. Um, with, it's about a guy... Right? Yeah, with, with Ricky Gervais. He's really good. He's hilarious. Um, it's a lot of dark humor, 
It's about this guy I, that I loves his wife. I love Ricky Gervais. He's uh, it's about, great. It's great. It's only six season, uh, six episodes per season, and they're only like half an hour each. So it's, oh, okay. it's like if you want to just cruise through it, it's it's a good watch. Um, crap. Um, yeah, so I watched that. Uh, season two is great. Um, then I watched, I finished season four of Riverdale. Wow, and, you're still watching that? Yes, because it's so shit that it's good. And I'm already four seasons in, and I'm not going to stop now. Like, I don't even watch the episodes. I kind of just skim through them because they're so dumb and I can't watch it. And I just, hey, yeah. let's be honest. Um, the first season was, the first season is one of the, one of the greatest. It, it's a great season. The first, the first one. The writing is so fucking bad in every single season. But the first one is like the best writing compared to all the other seasons. All the other it's, seasons are dumb. You know what? CW does this. I, I find they pack all these all these storylines and all these great things into the like the first couple seasons, and then afterwards they're just like, all right, what do we do now? Yeah, that's like they did. Yeah, they did that with Arrow. They did, they did that with the Flash. They did that with Supergirl. Like they like that's what or I mean, well, Super yeah, it is a C, it is a CW show, but but they do they do that with with a lot of their stuff, and it's just like, all right, yeah, what do we yeah. do now? Um, so I've been watching that. I watched that. Um, also, speaking of CW, I've been trying to watch Smallville on Prime, yeah. and it's it's pretty good. It's okay. So I watched that. I watched Riverdale. What else did I watch? Oh, on Netflix, they have a show called Waco. It's about I've seen, like, like ads for it. Yeah, so, um, it's a, it's like not a documentary. It's a movie about like the Waco fire, of when like um, the U.S. government not invaded but like attacked this like like cult place thing. I don't know. It's a really good show. It's only six episodes. If you like history and you like like uh, past events that happened. Um, it's pretty good. You should check it out. And then one more thing I watched yesterday. Uh, I watched a documentary. Um, not, not a documentary. Um, a comedy show on Netflix. Ronnie Chang. Asian comedian destroys Yo, America. this guy is fucking hilarious. If you want a good laugh, that's a good laugh. Um, we also watched the... Uh, my family and I have been just because uh, they're running Big Bang Theory like on on TV, and it's just like yeah, there's yeah. nothing else to watch. It's just like we'll just put on some gum. And I'm gonna be honest, like I I used to be really into the sh- really into the show, and my sister my sister really really was like more more than our entire family. That show is the perfect show to watch when you're just like eating food and you don't, and you just need something to put on. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like actually paying attention, the the show kind of sucks. But, like, if you're just eating yeah, food. Yeah. <laughs> and then another show that I watched that's pretty good, um, Chris D'Elia, No Pain. I, so I've, seen a, I've seen most of it. I saw most of it. Yeah. So that's those two. Can like, I, if you guys want a good laugh. Um, can I be honest? Then, what? When I, when I was watching No Pain, I think, I think No Pain is, like, the most recent one he put out. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't get past the fact that like his shirt had like ten holes in it. 
I couldn't get past that fact. That yeah, that's shirt, a good point. His shirt that's was like, ripped in like ten places, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't not see yeah, them." Yeah, but then, but then again, Ronnie Chang in his stand-up, he's wearing a full suit, full t- everything. He looks professional. Yeah, but like, but then again, it's stand-up comedy. You don't have to look professional. I guess, but like. Yeah. If you watch John Mulaney, like he looks pretty like he looks like he looks the exact same way. Like he's always he's always like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But like but then again, it kind of goes with their style. Because yeah. like uh Chris D'Elia is kind of just like this like like not no name, but like this like kind of lesser random known. person, lesser known, like stand up comedian. And he's just mm-hmm. he's just casual, more casual, like he's a more casual comedian. Mm-hmm. Did you see Dave Chappelle uh, on when he uh, received the the writing the, like the thing from the Lincoln Center? It was like best writing or whatever. No, no, no. I didn't okay, see that. so so Dave Chappelle is uh, he's 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 a fantastic he's fantastic at what he at what he does. He's a he's a great he's a he's a great comedian. He one of the funniest things that he does is he'll dress up in like like for his standups. He'll dress up in um. He'll dress up like he's a convict. Yeah, and then he dr- dressed up as like a um, as like a jet fighter pilot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the leather jacket with like the America and then like yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. He looked like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise and, and Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll dress yeah. up like a convict just to overplay the overplay that, and I think I I always thought that was really funny. He's a, he's a really funny he's really funny for like early to, late nineties early two thousands but like no one would yeah. no one pe- people would like try to arrest him now. Yeah yeah. No now like there's a lot of like social justice warriors that are walking around and just you can't really be as like not inappropriate but like dark humored as yeah like, you can't you can't do that like the movies like American Pie that would never like no one would ever no. green light that okay now. so I got I got it. I got a question for you. So, I'd say the generation before us had Superbad as their team com- comedy. What's ours? Superbad. Do you not know what that movie is? Yes, I do, but that's that's not their generation. That's basic. That's our generation. Really? That's our generation? I don't think that's Super our generation. Bad? I don't think because that came out in two thousand seven. We didn't see it in theaters. We saw it on Netflix. Yeah, but that's not uh, generations. No, that's not our generation. Our generation started at 2000. I don't, man. I don't. I don't think. I don't really think so. Cause like, what's what's a teen comedy that like we all saw in theaters and we're like, that's us, or like we all saw when it first came out. I don't think we like. Th- there are no t- teen comedies like that anymore. Like yeah. last generation, like I consider last generation would be like 90s movies, so like American Pies. Um. Uh, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, like those are all movies that are yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. So think you're saying super... that so, so, you, so you think that super, super bad is ours, even though we didn't see it in theaters, we just saw it on Netflix. Yeah. But like. Yeah. I would love, man. It would make me so happy if they made something like that again, something good, like something actually good. Actually, you know what? Would 21 Jump Street or 22 Jump Street be ours? I don't know if you can consider that a teen movie, but yeah. I guess I don't know. Which one's which one's funnier? Which one's funnier to you? I like the first one better. Yeah. Um, 
the second one what was it? it's the beach one yeah i like the second one better no sorry i like the first one first better one? it just yeah it's a lot funnier because johnny depp's in there and he was for, in the original two seconds what for two seconds yes i know but he was a, a original like they I had know, I know. 20 21 drum street like back in the day it was a tv show and he was the original one and i kind of oh, was just like that and, one of the funniest one of the funniest lines is when he's just like, he's like, um, you see this nose? That is a fake nose. You want to wear a yeah. fake nose in your fucking head for like months yeah. on end? Clue. Yeah. Shit. Oh my god, god, that, that movie's one. That movie's so great. And there's, there's my name a great is Jeff. My name <laughs> is Jeff. Um, but I think I think 22 is so funny just for the fact of what it, of you know, Schmidt fucking the captain's daughter. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. That's the second one. Yeah, that's so good. And what's and another thing is like, especially when Twenty One Jump Street came out, people just saw Channing Tatum as that six pack guy that sh- shows up to make out with girls. But you saw like he's actually like super hilarious. Like, he's really funny. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a comedian. And he's an actual normal actually actor. Funny. And like and like people like Jonah Hill for a long time. But it was the first time yeah. where where people were like, oh wow, Channing Tatum's like an actual like cool dude. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, if if you guys want a good laugh, go check out the Twenty One or oh, Jump Street God. movies. They're they're, they're great. Um, anything else you want to talk about, or can we wrap up? I think we can wrap up. We have we had we had enough technical difficulties. Let's make sure we don't yeah. have another. I I'm sorry about that. I'll figure out. So I'll try to find a what a better way to connect. But uh, thanks guys for listening. Uh, check us out on Spotify, uh, iTunes. All the listening platforms, Google Podcasts, if people listen to Google Podcasts. Um, Thanks for listening. See you guys next week.